Hey, it's Beth here. Over 65 and talking. Way over 65. Episode 438. Okay, so it's Sunday. I was waiting for my paper to come. It took a long time. I don't know what the story was. Had three cups of coffee. I was champing at the bit at the door waiting for this paper. So it comes. I get to my first page of the modern, you know, the Sunday style section. Fantastic. I can't wait. On the bottom, there's this picture of this really smiley face guy. And he's a prince, but without a throne. His name is Ferdinand Habsburg. Habsburg. H-A-B. That's how you they want you to spell it. Forget that P that they do in England. Okay, so I'm reading about it. And he's like this happy little guy. Really happy, happy guy. He races cars. And he's so carefree and fun that... Um, he got this he got this crazy nickname he's just he laughs he he's silly and he's magnanimous and upbeat and around the track they called him um, the funny guy the okay not okay a nickname for not serious about anything he said he dealt with it trying to outperform people okay so he's wonderful his father's pretty upset that he lost the throne of Austria, um, you know, because of what happened during World War One, He saw what happened to his father. But this little guy, he's as happy as he can be. So he races cars. He does do endurance racing. And he can race. He won a 24-hour Le Mans. I didn't even know they did that. Okay, so I'm reading on and on. And he lives with his sister. And he beams and he's happy. And his father watches him race and everything's wonderful. And he grew up in Austria. You know, on his passport, he said, it came with the remark that it was valid for all countries in the world except for Austria. Okay, so it's a very interesting um, citizen of the world. Everything's great, reading it. You know, he's um, lost the Habsburg Empire and a lot of the money, but he said that wherever he travels, he has an Airbnb called Habsburg because they've got homes everywhere in the world and he's welcome, welcoming all of them. So he thinks he's got the best of both worlds. He's trying to get carbon emissions out of race cars by using waste from wineries. That's a very, um, very rich thing to think about doing, but that's what he's doing. So he said his empire is now race cars. So I'm reading it and everything's looking great. And it goes, Mr. Habsburg, this kid, has no power in government and no diplomatic power. Yet he sometimes meets with the Pope and presents the family at Vatican gatherings where he is given a seat of honor, okay? His uncle is the ambassador for the, for the Vatican. Okay, so it goes on. I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. Mr. Habsburg, which is what they call him, will oversee one thing though when his father dies. He will oversee the order of the Golden Fleece, an order of chivalry founded in 1430. All members are male and all members are Christian. Members include multiple heads of state. They meet once a year to discuss the most important issues of the world and solve them. He goes, it's a think tank and I will be in charge of it. So this guy, in the next sentence, he goes, I have my friends. Well, you know, they're, they own wine bars and there's a painter and a puppeteer for the opera. But 
when my father dad dies, I will rule the world. So of course I had to look up, I'm like Golden Fleece, like Jason and the Argonauts, Golden Fleece. Well, yeah, that's exactly where they got the name. Philip the Good, he's the one who did it in 1490 something. He was getting married and um, his wife was Portuguese and they deci he decided to start this knighthood. And he picked up the name Philip the Good, I think right after he coughed up Joan of Arc, let her go. He, think he probably was Philip the Brave and then he's like, man, I better change that to Philip the Good. Okay, so this is actually about the Golden Fleece, which was about a winged, winged ram and he was rescued. He, the winged ram went and rescued a son of a god. And the son of the god, in order to thank him, sacrificed him and took the golden fleece into his own. And this fleece has golden, amazing powers. It can cure any living thing of any disease. It makes flowers and plants grow so healthy. It heals mortals and demigods and leaves, lends them to immortality. So in other words, the golden fleece can get you the Garden of Eden. So that's, and I found all these references, like even in this, the cathedral in Barcelona, there's a whole section, a whole wall that has all of the knights from 1519. So I'm looking this up and I'm trying to find out if they have balls, if I can become a member. And it's broken off into two sections. One of the sections is Spanish and one of the sections is the Habsburgs, okay? So the section that is Spanish is very inclusive. They let women in in um, 1972. They got this Dr. Anthony um, Charles who is a black man and he got to be part of it in 2017. He is a doctor that does amazing surgeries and everything in Malawi. Okay, but the Habsburgs aren't quite that all-encompassing. It's still only women and they keep their membership down to 50 people. And they are trying right now, I had a hard time finding this, they are trying right now to, with their banking, because they have a bunch of banks that they're in charge of, co collate or organize Eastern European countries. And they're trying to help the Ukrainians. And this once a year meeting in probably the Von Trapp estate in Austria, way up in the mountains, is impossible to find, but those are the good deeds they're doing. They're not, you know, bringing little uh, baskets of fruit and cheese to people. They are changing the world. And this kid is one of them. And he's, and his father's the boss right now. And his parents got divorced when, when he was little and it really upset him. And he's close to his dad. So this is what this happy-go-lucky guy who lives with his sister and um, all he wants to do is have fun, fun, fun. He is, he is the son of Carl Van Habsburg. And this man, once he spends his whole year getting ready for that meeting. And he just takes care of business. And this group of 50, they're older men. They don't really, nobody dies practically. They just stay alive so they can do more work.
and they talk all year round and they get to this place and they change the world. And so this little kid who is acting, I mean, if I hadn't had three cups of tea, I would have totally missed the order of the golden fleece. I would have thought they were kidding. They're not kidding. It's, it's chivalry and it was founded in 1430. And it's mostly Catholic and it's very serious and the Pope is a little bit involved in all this too. So this little car, you know, like um, speed racer, you know, this guy is going to be in charge of the world. That's what this is about. I found a whole bunch of information about it. Of course, a lot of people are in charge of the world, but this is a very powerful group. And uh, you know, his little carbon emissions and everything else. And then he says at the end, I've had the privilege to grow up without that feeling of loss. My dad kind of gave me permission to enjoy my life and enjoy my history. When his mind does wander, and he wonders, what would it be like if the empire still existed? It's more of a casual curiosity, he says. And then he goes, it's like, hmm, that would have been very interesting. And then he goes back to living his life. I'm like, he's a member of the Golden Fleece, a chivalrous group of 50 men who are knights kings every one of these people are royal and if they're not their money goes back 10 centuries it's like not 10 10 family 10 families it's a dynasty it has to be 10 in the dynasty so i don't understand what he's saying about his little little uninteresting life wow i mean sometimes you just have to read between the lines who i mean i'm gonna have to take a nap after this one i could not believe it here is the Order of the Golden Fleece. And I and I think they all think they're knights. I couldn't find it, but they all have all these emblems and uh, lions and dragons and everything. All these families. So, this is what's going on in the world. And we don't know anything about it. So, wow. Anyway, there it was. He's a Habsburg prince, but without a throne. Hmm. I think he's got a fleece instead of a throne and I think the fleece goes back to 1430 or back to Jason and the Argonauts and maybe he does live in a world because he goes to all of his estates and there's a beautiful beautiful castle in Vienna that was his family's and he goes back there all the time to look at the gardens which are some of the most beautiful in Europe and the rooms hundreds of rooms everything is manicured and it almost seems like the Golden Fleece is working there. Every flower, it's the botany, the beauty of the garden is written up in every single, if you, if you see a book of gardens, this garden is in that book. So it's like, it's almost like the Golden Fleece is working for him. And he just, he just has to go visit his roots and visit his garden. So there it is. I can't believe it. I still have to say it again, the Order of the Golden Fleece and this little race car driver is gonna run it as soon as his father's gone. His father's probably gonna live. Most of the guys in this 50-man Austrian Golden Fleece, that group, they're much, much older. Like in their 80s and 90s, kind of like the Queen Elizabeth for years and years. They reign and they do this work. 
So maybe the kid is going to have 10 more years of, of grand good fun. Anyway, that's what I've got. Blew my mind that Jason and the Argonauts, that there could be something about him and about the Golden Fleece and the Ram and the mystical world of every flower growing to such beauty. So I just love it and I will be back. I, didn't, I don't think it made me sane, but it made me wonder. So thanks. Bye-bye.